Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Downright Upright Show. This podcast is the place to go to hear out loud and proud what Minnesotans are thinking. And I am your host, Philip Anthony. I'm so excited that you've chosen to join us today. I'm hoping you are doing fantabulous. Are you guys doing fantabulous? Oh, yeah. Absolutely fantabulous. Fantabulous. It's a little bit of fantastic and fabulous. Hey, we love it. On each podcast, I will first be introducing our guests, sharing a short bio of their lives and careers, and ending with their personal opinions of the current events that influence all of our lives as Minnesotans and as Americans. And my special guests today are two amazing people. They are incredible singers, you guys. You guys are going to be so fascinated by this interview. The first is Gerard Anderson, and the second singer here is Jerry Parker. Hello. They both sing together hey. in Minneapolis, and they're in a band called Sumo 7. Sumo 7. Ow! In the house. Ow, in we the are house. here. And they also sing separately for other bands as well, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Downright Upright Show. Hey, hey thank you so much you? for having us. Oh, my God. I'm so, this is probably going to be the, the greatest. <laughs> I mean, you guys all have a lot well, of energy. Well, we're grinning from ear to ear. We are. Already, well, you so have a lot of energy, and I love that. And thank you. I, that's going to make this show very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start with the question. The first question that I've been fascinated about is, when did each of you realize you had the gift of an amazing voice, and how old were you when you found this out? And you can give me like an example of something that occurred in your life that prompted you to be interested in being a singer i'll start with you jerry oh well say hi to the listeners hi listeners (laughs) (laughs) so what was it jerry uh let's see the first time i realized uh, it's different because your parents can push you in different directions but then when you realize it for yourself i was in uh I think a freshman in high school and I was singing at the church at the time okay, I, yeah. and my friends were from high school. Their p- father was the pastor of the church. So we were in choir together and then he would just come and pick me up and I was part of the kids and we were in the youth choir and we were, we were singing. We were bad too, but we were singing. <laughs> and uh, one day we had this song and it was, it was down low. I know that he's mine. And then something happened and I got the spirit and I could take it up an octave higher and I could take, and when I took it up, the church just went up too. And uh, that's when I knew that something special was you had inside. A gift, yeah. yeah, that there was something special. And it was, it was humble because I, I sing with tears at all times because it's just so moving and it's a wonderful way to get out emotions as yeah, well. Absolutely. How about you, Gerard? Uh, you know, I realized I loved to sing as a child in church as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Do you remember I think, the first time that you it, it hit you? Like I this think the boing. first time that it hit me, I was in high school, and we used to have talent shows all the time. Oh, okay. And I sing uh, the male part in All Cried Out by Lisa Lisa. No. Yeah. <laughs> Aging. Yes. Yeah, Aging hey, that's all right. I'm proud that's to be right. 51. I'm so. proud. You know, that's right. Yeah, so baby. Yeah, and then the audience reaction—it was just like, oh, you know. And then everybody started asking me to sing. Then, and and that's when I kind of knew it was something special. Did you sing solo? No, it was a duet with a girl named Nicole. All cried out. The the male part. The the tenor part. Or did you uh, sing it in tenor, tenor tone? No, isn't it a high? Isn't it a, like a, either a? Um, no. It starts off kind of low. Never yeah. wanted to mm-hmm. see yeah. your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Oh, why would 
was I such a fool? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you guys, if you don't go see them, man, missing out, Minnesota. All right. Um, so, uh, did each of you have uh, musical influences uh, growing up uh, that molded your current careers? And we'll start with Jerry again, uh, like a singer that pushed you there and said, "You said I want to be that person." Mm. There, my influences growing up. My dad, he listened to blues a lot, so I like to hear that and hear the rhythmic uh, undertones of how that uh, the music sounded, not necessarily the words of blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my dad had always said that blues makes him feel happy, so mm. it wasn't necessarily blues is a down thing. It's mm. a, it's a good it's a good thing. It's nice. uh, rhythm underneath there, make you shake your hips and move your shoulders. You know thrill is gone well what mm. thrill am i missing you know all yes. right the thrill <laughs> do you mm-hmm. sing blues now and currently in your in your band is that not as much genre? as i would like to okay. not as much as i like right. to i have a funk band sumo seven j train is my jazz uh group i'm on oh, a couple wow. of other groups that are like top 40 pop <laughs> wow. groups as well you so. have a completely uh, uh, you I cross tr- genres i try not to sing the same band twice mm, smart yeah okay you know. what blues singer in particular uh, moved you oh you- i liked uh bb king and bobby blue bland was really my, oh my, was my dad's favorite and i love him and uh in their younger years, they were hitting notes in the stratosphere. Mm. And Coco Taylor, one of the pioneering blues women, and her raspy, uh, we're going to shake the wing dang doodle. <laughs> you know what's making me laugh right now? I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the, the name of B.B. King's guitar. Lucille. Lucille, yes. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. See what happens when you get... Lucille. See, I am 62. Hey, that's all right, man. <laughs> that's all right. Lucille. Right. And, and Lucille, is who owns Lucille now He that, that he's gone? I, I don't know. I think that's like an been... iconic guitar. Yeah, album. Yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. wow. When and speaking of Lucille, yeah. uh, that goes back to Little Richard. Little Richard has always oh, been a big right. influence uh, to me with just uh-huh. his, his flair and uh, reading his biography and how he had to come through being who he was and going through the church at the same time, oh, too. I was God. like, oh, my God, that's my story, too. I know he was he, he was. Um you know, uh, maligned a lot because of his sexuality. Right. And um, he went through a lot of... Right, but the women loved him and the guys had to come along because, you know, it was non-threatening. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, well, he bring on the crowd. Well, he was a pioneer as far as I'm... <laughs> not only in rock and roll, but, yeah. but right. for He's the LGBT community. I mean, right? he, he started dressing... Uh, eccentrically, even before Bowie, mm-hmm. you know, right? Bowie mm-hmm. gave Bowie the credit, but yeah. no, Little Richard was, yeah. the, was the. Oh, pioneer. and then Liberace. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. If you well, come see our shows, <laughs> I try to change. I try to change outfits this maybe one. six to eight times a show. Stop! I do. No, seriously. <laughs> I do. Oh man, I have to. It's come. fun. It's fun, and they all sparkle and shine because stars shine, and I just like to make sure that. Not only are you listening and enjoying with your ears, you can eat it with your eyes too. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, everybody that comes to our show, oh, they're just the nicest, sweetest people. We have this wonderful cacophony of 
so many people. Yeah, so great fan base. We yeah. do. Yeah. We yeah. really and do. And that's all due to Gerard mainly. It's it's it's. But do you? Excellent. Does each of your bands? Because you said you you sing in different genres and different mm-hmm. bands. Do you have the same fans in each of those bands, or do you? Uh, do I'm you so have... bad with promotion. That's why I'm so honored to be here with you... your show. <laughs> 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 Maybe this will so, do the trick, right? Thank you. Yeah, you know, it ne- hey, I can do it. Got to do is knock down one domino. So uh-huh. who knows what it would do? I'm always mm-hmm. open for it. And I'm not blowing smoke. I think both of you. I mean, I um, I've heard you multiple times. Uh, you know, it's, you know. Uh, Full disclosure: I know you from work too. Sure. And um, I've heard you singing at um, at our um, little functions at our job. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard you sing a cappella. I've mm-hmm. heard you sing uh, you know, separately together. So I have a. Um, I'm I'm in your fan club. Trust me. Let's just put well, it that we way. Appreciate that. <laughs> How about you, though, Gerard? Um, um, what musical influence molded you? How much time do we have? Right. <laughs> no kidding. Well, you, you, I would say, you you're know. You're a little older than Jerry, so maybe you have. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I think, you know, growing up, my mother had a, a pretty big record collection. Uh-huh. You know, Al Green, the oh Ohio God. players, oh you, you uh, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin, Donny Hathaway, yeah. the Commodores, you know, all of those guys. But then also my sister, who was three years older than me, uh-huh. uh, she was listening to the Jackson Five. Um, really got into when I started growing up and, and listening to the music that I gravitated towards. Not only those singers, but also hip hop music. Um, you know, Sugar Hill Gang, UTFO, um, Bell Bib DeVoe, New Edition, Johnny Gill. All of those Curtis people. Blow. Oh, mm-hmm. Curtis Blow, yeah. Oh, Eric B. Rockham, Fat Boys. Yeah, so, Curtis, that, I mean. I met Curtis Blow. Oh, did you really? Nice man. Wow. Um, he performed uh, The Breaks, which was his big and hit. These and these are the breaks. breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Hey. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was. I love that. That was. And, uh, hey, what? Oh, 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 we <laughs> love that bad skit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I love all those groups. But when you mentioned Donny Hathaway and and, and when he died, I remember. Let me tell you something though. Yeah, yeah. This man right here, Jerry O. Parker II, that's what he reminds me of. When he opens his mouth, it reminds me of Donny Hathaway. I, I, you know, he has one of the most beautiful voices ever. Yes. Yeah, well, yes. Jerry, I I don't uh, you know again, I'm I'm in your fan club so I I'm biased but uh, as am I. People the people that listen to this podcast are going to get off their buttockses and go yes. to your show. You and, have to come out. Yeah, sumo7.com. Tonight, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tonight. Minnesota but, Music but, Cafe. But this but they this podcast won't be posted for a couple of days so All right. unfortunately That's they won't be tonight. able to Missed tonight, but they can go on your website, yes. which I will uh, uh, post on the um, on the website, okay. and they can look you up and get the dates, nice. the future dates, so that um, they can go at their leisure. And, awesome, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Donny Hathaway, Al Green, yeah. Um, what about Stevie Wonder? Oh, absolutely, Stevie oh Wonder. But may I also say this: yeah. there are some absolutely amazing local. Twin Cities artist that I have to give props to mm-hmm. um, because I watched them growing up. 
uh, up close and personal. One okay. is Gwen Matthews, mm-hmm. uh, the late Debbie Duncan, mm-hmm. Bruce Henry, um, Gwen's daughter Candy, uh, the Steels, you know, the Steele family. They're absolutely incredible. We have the honor of working with one of the uh, wives of a uh, Steels musician as well. Um, and wasn't one of the Steele family uh, w- w- sang the national anthem at at, at a, um, something a few years ago? A political, maybe it was. I don't know if it was Biden's. Um, am I thinking of the right person? Mm, I'm not sure. I know Javita and Geraldine do a lot uh, of of stuff, and she actually had a um, Javita still had a song on one of Whoopi Goldberg's. Uh, movie soundtracks no way yeah i am calling you i don't remember the name of the movie but if you ever get a chance to look up that song she's got a fantastic voice oh, wow. all of them i mean they can all sing <laughs> yeah, i yeah. mean it's crazy well see I, I growing up you know obviously i i came from um you know new york mm-hmm. uh, I, I i had a lot of mul- multiple influences i remember f- first seeing the beatles obviously mm. you know Loving, loving the, the the change in the music yeah. style that that they brought about. You know, they came for Little Richard, obviously. Right. But then there was like a lull between Little Richard and the Beatles, and mm. then the Beatles got the credit for like you know creating that sound. But actually, right. it was just a lull. You know, right, right. right. It was brought back kind of you know in, in the, during the British invasion. Um, yeah, Stevie Wonder, obviously. Yes. I, 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 but I was Iconic. talking to you before yeah. before we started the podcast. The spinners. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my jam. You know, I could play them on a loop every day. I, I, you walked in the door. Mm-hmm. I was listening to yeah. Toby around. Yeah. Um, you know, could it be I'm falling in love? Rubber mm. band man. Oh I yeah. Could go on yeah, and yeah. on mm-hmm. and yeah. on. They were just incredible, yes. weren't they? They were. Can you, Absolutely. Do you guys know any spinner stuff that you can do? Like really a quick improv? I'll be or, there. Yeah. You, do, you know, I'll be there. Whenever you call me. I'll be there whenever you need me. I'll be there. I'll be around. <laughs> hey. Just call me on the phone. Yeah. Hey. All right. <laughs> I love it. We love anyway, it. Anyway, yes. we can just go. We, we I don't, the listeners will, will have to see you in person to get the I full effect. I have to time out. I have to time out. I didn't get to my most favorite person. Patti LaBelle is oh, my Oh, yeah. But she's not only and a great singer. She's, she's a great on human that being. stage. Oh, yeah. You feel it. Electrifying. I mean, she moves and she gets into that vibe, you know, that vibe. She kicked her shoe up to the rafters <laughs> and I thought I was going to lose my mind and yeah, that was yeah, at yeah. the state fair and it went up too, baby. <laughs> she's wow. on my bucket list. Ooh. I'd love to see her. I, oh, every yeah. time I think that I, um, she's been around, I had a fly. Um, uh, I had things did we mention on. Aretha too? Right. No, I never didn't. got we to see all, Aretha. Oh, no, no. Talked about her being mm. influences. Yeah, yeah. She's. I got to uh, see Donna uh, Summer. Oh. Yeah. Before she died, that wow. woman can sing. Yes, she can. Oh, she had an amazing my God. voice. I mean, amazing I loved her voice. voice. Um, yeah. She got. She got. Uh, didn't get the credit because she was considered a disco, disco singer. Yeah. And, right. But you, you can't just look at the genre. You have to listen to the voice. You yeah. Know? And. Um, Amazing. She did. She did a song called uh, "Contact Patido." You know, mm-hmm. she did that uh, Bocelli song, mm-hmm. and she hits that note at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's stratospheric. Yes. No, I, I was like, "Girl, I never knew you could yeah. do that." No, 
Yeah, right, right. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even want to go there. I only did it in a hum. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's go into the Sumo Seven. Yes, yes. Talk about the Sumo Seven. Yeah. So how did the Sumo Seven concept come about? Our trumpet player Jeremy Dorsky is the uh, band leader and founder of Sumo Seven, and he had. I, I I don't know. He was just like, "Hey, you want to start a band?" Sure. <laughs> how did How did you and Jeremy meet, though? Jeremy and I met at church at my church, All God's Children, which is the MCC Gay Church of the Twin Cities here. Then he just played the trumpet because we have a big orchestra and. Do you? <laughs> yeah. It's do you great. have a brass section and a We do, string? a brass section, a string section. This is wow. like an orchestra. It is, with come flutes check them out. and oh my God. saxophones. What's the name of the band again? It's called All God's Children's Church. It's located on 31st and Park. Oh, it's not, you don't have a, a specific name for the band. It's just the church name. Basically. It used to be called, called um, we have an album out for, it's called For God's Sakes. <laughs> Cute. Don't laugh. <laughs> well, one that. lady was uh, she was reading the uh, something, the welcome or whatever, and it's everything scripted up on the podium, and she just read it and was like, "For God's sake, oh, keep you know, keep your love alive or whatever." <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, FGS for God's sake." You can look that up on the um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's on the YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> on the YouTube. <laughs> on the internet. Right. <laughs> and then we met, and uh, I can sing freely at that church, so he liked the way that I sing. Then we went to Acapulco. There was a big church um, thing that our church got to play at in the band in Acapulco. Another reason to come play in our band. Because <laughs> you get to travel. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then we just hit it off best friends from there. And then we uh, started the band and uh, our saxophone player, you, Morgan, mm-hmm. his mother was a flight attendant for us. And we had met on a plane and she was like, oh, my son really knows how to play that saxophone. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, give him a card. And, and he's been in ever since. Just so it was crazy. like a domino effect. Like it was. From one person to the next to the next. To the <laughs> and next. it just kept it's on building. F- flourishing. Yeah yeah. 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 It just kept on building. And um, are you the lead singer or do you have like co-lead singers? Or how well, Gerard and I, we both front the band. Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. front the band. He had. Uh, so you take turns lead singing. Mm-hmm. Right? We do. Like he. Oh, well, you sing songs. together too. I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. Harmony. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ebony and ivory <laughs> together in perfect harmony side by side on my piano keyboard oh lord why don't we <laughs> okay. Hey, go Ebony and Ivory, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're both Ivory. Ebony, though. Just in case anybody's <laughs> wondering, no ivory, right? Except well, we have a lot of smiles. Ivory in the band. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're the only Ebony yeah. in the band. Yeah, um, we are. Paul McCartney <laughs> and Stevie Wonder are oh. very jealous right now. No, because <laughs> the don't be jealous. They, they influence. He's still alive. I know. I think he's. 78 or something? That's amazing. We want to keep our icons around as long as possible. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so uh, uh, Gerard, do you want to talk a little bit about Sumo 7? I became a part of the band maybe, what, three, four years ago? Longer than that. No, it hasn't been. Yeah. You sure? (laughs) 
I don't even remember, but they asked me to join them. It was them. before COVID. We had worked together before at, um, we had a couple of gigs together at Bunkers. I was in a former band called Solacious. Yes. And um, we saw them and they were knocking knocking it out the park, you know, and I knew Jerry before. He pinned so, my wings on me. Yeah, I did. But so you guys were friends before? I knew him even okay. before that. You know, this this man was well, yeah, this man was singing karaoke and and knocking the walls down of, of the places <laughs> that we were singing. So when they asked me, I was like, "Are you sure you guys want to do this? Because <laughs> you're gonna be in trouble now." Nah, but they said, "Yeah, definitely." And it's been it's been magical ever since, and I'm so glad that I've gotten to take this journey with my musical brother jerry he's he's amazing yes well you sing amazing together well and that's the thing the chemistry is just awesome and on stage i mean you're seeing a little bit here or your listeners are hearing a little bit here but on stage it's it's a whole other thing yeah appreciate the the, uh you have the um the sound quality you know this is this podcast you know for the listeners is set up for for voice it, right. it's for speaking you know mm-hmm. we we I, I for singing it has to be adjusted and this and that so right. uh but you 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 may not hear the the power of the these two gentlemen you could just edit those out if it doesn't sound right <laughs> oh, <you'll have> to, <laughs> we'll have to come back and do this all right all right yeah, yeah, yeah. and no. Sumo seven is also a nine-piece band we gotta yeah. remember that we have a trumpet trombone saxophone bass drum guitars and the two singers yeah it's, so you have back big. backup singers as well no just us two. us two. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. i see what you're saying and okay. then our keyboardist does vocals as well mm-hmm. and then our trumpet player sometimes adds some vocals in there too really yeah, yeah. oh cool yeah. so everybody pretty much contributes vocals on, on more or less four of us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all guy band it's it's fun right, we have right. a good time it is. wow uh-huh. well if you if uh, this, i didn't prepare this question but I, i'm interested if you were to compare I, I hate to do this but if you were to compare yourself to another band who would you think you there is no of? comparison no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding I don't know. I mean, we are different. I can't. I can't really. Uh, let's. Uh, We've been compared to um, locally. A local band. Yeah. Uh, the good, the bad, and the funky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Boogie but, Wonderland with local band. We've yeah. Been compared to. All right. Band. Okay. But, uh, what like Ohio players? Because I was thinking, fault. I was yeah. going to say this, and you could correct me. Earth, wind, and fire. Mm. No, mm. close. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, you, they're Philly. iconic. I don't want to say, yeah, you know, but yes, as far Mommy. as the field, <laughs> <laughs> who does the who does all the high the higher we notes? Both we both do, yeah, because yeah, you both yeah. hit the, yeah. uh-huh. the ceiling there. Yeah. I see, you know. Yeah. So who's the Philip Bailey more like you or, or Jerry? We tag. Yeah, we tag. You tagging tag. it? This mm-hmm. this guy, the, he's like. He's so powerful. I mean, his voice no, I is know. like... I, I've heard him sing. Amazing power. I just have to stand back and just watch and then, uh-huh. you know, be in his glory. I just hope... Um, this is what I... This is my hope. Hmm. That somebody listens to this podcast and goes to see your show and has 
a, re- a record deal ready for you guys. Yeah, you I, bring I, it on. Come yeah, on. I, we will. I'm open to that. Sure. Yes, we are. Speak oh, it into existence. Yes. Let's I, go. And yeah. I want to be yeah. the first one to buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe you can manage us. I know. Help see? us with social oh, media, God, do it, you know, all of that. I could do yeah. the social media part. Oh, there you go. I will say this, you know, all three of us have been in our airline careers for a long time. Yes. But he and I are very passionate about what we do. Oh, yeah. And I would, you know, not to be taken advantage of, but if the opportunity presented itself to take this to another level, absolutely. And me too. In a minute. I love podcasting yeah. right now, mm-hmm. you guys. I mean, I um, I found my niche, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of, I like, you know what I find interesting about this job, about doing this I uh, when I, people are interesting, yes, and everybody's got a story and a journey. I was just getting ready to say that. And learning about your passions and mm-hmm. what you want out of your life and what gives you joy—that right. is interesting for me. Mm. And moving to fulfill that as well, you yes. know, because other people do have passions, but some people don't pursue that. They don't know how to, or they're too intimidated to. So you know just kind of breaking down those walls and moving towards your goal every time we step on that stage is another time that we are pushing ourselves towards what we want and every time you do one of these podcasts it's another opportunity for you to gain new listeners to you know bring awareness for certain things and get to your goal yeah yeah and you know everybody has aspirations Mm -hmm. you know i mean look at me i mean i'm 62 years old you know young Thank you. I'm a young 62 years old. You yeah, are. Very. I mean, I, 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 my mother used to always tell me when, when I was in my 20s, you're a 20-year-old and you act like you're five. So, <laughs> but it's just the way it is, you know. Um, but it took me all this time to do this. Mm. It, I'm, you know, I, this is a new thing for me. Yeah. 62 years old and I'm doing a podcast. But you grasped that opportunity and you're taking off with it. So, so. The, yeah, so the, the moral of the story for everyone out there is uh, don't give up because right, you're, exactly. you, no matter how old you are or, you know, what, what, what race you are, mm-hmm. or sexual orientation, whatever you are, whatever your talent are, pursue it. Go out there and grab right. it. Right. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hey, do it to hey. satisfy whatever hey. it is. Remember that song? I do not. Y'all do. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is BT that? BT Express. Oh, they were like they were a funk band in the whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I love you guys. I'm like, hey, we love you too. Thank you for this opportunity. This so all great. damn day. Ow. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the venues you guys have been to. Sure. So um the Twin Cities is pretty you know, enormous, and mm. Minnesota as a state is also very enormous. Yeah. Did you guys ever do anything out of the city or just pretty much in the city? Um, well, oh, with, yeah. Where did we yeah? go? We went up to Sun Lake, Spring Lake. Oh, no, no, no. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> now you stumped us with this question. Last summer we did an outdoor gig. Um, okay, where well, you, was you, it? You, uh, it's near Northern Lights Casino. I yeah. can't think of the name of the city that we were in, but it was a was so summer outdoor, f- outdoor festival. And it was, we had so much fun, yeah, you know. So fun. Got put up in a hotel yeah. and stayed really? overnight. Yeah, they paid, everything paid for. Y'all hear that? When you hire us, 
Everything needs to be paid for. I want green yeah. Skittles in the dressing room. No, uh, kidding. Yes, yeah. me. No. Like, no W's in my M&M's, please. Right, no. Um, but we had we had oh, the most boy. amazing time in Walker, Minnesota. That's where it is. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. And, I, I didn't uh, want to. No, 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 no. I was no, going to say no, Mille Lacs or Walker. Yeah, it was Walker. And we had the most amazing time. We got amazing feedback. They wanted us They want us to come back again next year, right? Are we? Yeah, I think yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, and, and what about the venues in the cities, in the Twin Cities? Uh, any any we, um, places uh, that the fans would know? Okay. Yeah, Minnesota Music Cafe in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. But pretty much we play there almost every month. Um, Blunkers. Um, where else have we played? We're getting ready to play um, an outdoor gig Didn't at the St. Paul Depot. did you guys do the Depot. State Fair at all? We did. We Prior did to a, me joining uh, because I think I remember that. It was. We were actually on the talent show side, and mm. we were just trying to. We were promoting still yourself. New. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we lost, but it Mm-mm. was okay. Mm-mm. Don't oh, say that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying we didn't lose, but when we we did a whole another battle of the bands at um, oh at uh, famous days famous days yeah, and, they, and we won and that we won that one <laughs> okay but I have should have won the other one but our because you had to present the same band that mm-hmm. you auditioned with one of our guitar guitarists had of course something happen and so but was, I'm gonna even I'm though gonna, we knocked it out the park we I'm sure you did and I'm gonna knock I'm gonna knock this out of the park I like because I have to jump in here I like because money. people. That judge those things may have very bad taste. I'm sorry. If you ever watch the show um, American Idol, Mm -hmm, for example, mm -hmm. there are people that can blow on that show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they pick these people. Did you see the one that won? Well, I don't want to alienate anybody. No, 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 no. It was night and day. Okay. The person that should have won and the person that did win. Mm. Okay. Oh, God. There's no way that that person should have. You know, but that's just me. But always oh, wow. um, a connection factor. Yeah. You know, you can be the greatest singer in the world, right. but if you don't have the ability to connect with the audience, then you know that takes away from everything. And also, right. if the audience is not "quote unquote" your audience, that's true as well. You see what I'm yeah. Saying? Or like, if you put an audience of uh, of I don't know. Garth Brooks at a you know a concert for Earth Wind and Fire oh, yeah a sure. little camp right. yeah yeah it's yeah. not going to work out exactly so right. what I'm trying to say is everybody's got a point of view which is everybody's got a valid point yeah. of view everybody mm-hmm. has a right to like whatever music they like right but you can't uh, is that you, you follow what I'm saying yeah you yeah, can't, yeah yeah but and then even if you don't win that competition you look at Adam Lambert you look at Chris oh, Daughtry Jesus. you look oh, at my. Jennifer Hudson you look oh, at my God. you know people like that that have she came in ninth place or seventh place, Jennifer There was Hudson. a tornado yeah. in her neighborhood, like her, her area that would have mm-hmm. given her her votes. You know, uh, there was a tornado that took all the phone lines. Stop. Yeah. I didn't know that. To tell you about a wow. couple gigs we have coming up. Yeah, tell up, the though. gigs, yeah. Oh, we, Do the August gigs, because this should yeah. be up by August. August. Well, starting Thursday, <laughs> August 4th at 7 p.m. till 8.30, Sumo 7 is in Hastings, Minnesota at Levy's Park. Saturday, August 6th, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Minnesota Food Truck Festival in St. Paul, Union Depot, St. Paul, Minnesota, St. Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is that on the website? 
it can is. the fans go there and the check it out? Okay. Yes, and I'm sure you're going to get do. new venues as oh, time progresses absolutely. so they can go on there and get the other ones that aren't even there mm-hmm. yet, right? Mm-hmm. And you can look that up at sumo7.com. That's sumo7.com. Sumo7.com. And also the... 19th at the Minnesota Music Cafe from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah, we should have a bell time. Friday, Sumo August 19th. There you go. Maybe we'll use that. Hey. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's go to the next question. Uh, each of you also sing uh, separate and apart from Sumo 7. Um, can you, do you want to promote those bands as well? Um, we'll start with Jerry, because I know you, 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 you do have other bands that you, I do. You, you've sung with. I have with. my four-piece jazz band that's called J-Train Jazz. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> Very dope band. All aboard. J what? J-Train Jazz. Jazz. Oh, I love that name. Mm-hmm. So we sing a lot of the jazz vocal standards from Fats Waller, uh, Ain't Misbehaving, mm. uh, I Don't Get Around Much Anymore. We sample from... Uh, Frank Sinatra with uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Fly Me to the mm. Moon. Yeah. Yes. Let, Let me play, play among, among the stars. Nice. Let me see what, what spring gets like on Jupiter and Mars. Yeah. I'd love that. Please be true. Yeah. Oh, I love Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. It's great. That's a great four piece. Uh, headed up, uh, I, I sing, and Anita, the Lady A, is our arranger and piano player and she just keeps me so on task and I just have the highest respect for this woman. She's an independent businesswoman. She does music for show choirs mm-hmm. across the the country and she's one of the top judges for speaking and judges that we just talked about mm. for that. She is uh, okay, she I'm is a you. bad ma'am a gem she, yes. Yes. Hey. That was, yes. Uh, what was just his name? As she can can be. Be. Uh, uh, Carl Carlton. Doesn't it? I think so. I know my music. You do. Ow! Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I want to ask you a technical question yes. because I'm sure people out there would be interested in this. Now, when you sing jazz, correct me if I'm wrong, your voice has to modulate differently, doesn't it? Because when you're singing R&B or, or rock or something, you're projecting way, your 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 volume is louder, you're, you're, you're singing a different uh, uh, style. How do you modulate or change your voice when you're singing jazz, or is it the same? Or maybe I'm wrong. You know, uh, right? It's kind of it's kind of the same. You just oh, is it? you okay. you just constantly keep uh, just being yourself. And if you sing hard, sing hard, uh-huh. and just make sure, and, and put it with the music, and let the music catch up to you. Sometimes okay. maybe. Uh, a smooth riff that was played with this song maybe needs a little more harder gospel-y kind of feel on the take of some of these right, standard right. songs. So I try to look at it that way. What I enjoy singing about the song, is it the words or is it the melodic line itself? Mm-hmm. Or is it just the feeling that I get to maybe tell somebody that I love them through music or that it's going to be okay? Or, All right. Yeah. Well, because I remember... Um when I was in my music days in the eighties, back in my music days, <laughs> I I was asked to sing in this band. Um, they did like bossa nova, which was sixties mm. kind of Latin, yeah. Brazilian mm-hmm. kind of. Yep. And when they wanted me to sing, yeah, they wanted me to do very much modulated, not project, mm-hmm. sing, sure. you know, like. Uh, you know the song everybody would probably know is Girl from, and tan and young Girl from Ipanema mm-hmm. Boy from Ipanema 
happening. Mm, you see, I'm not yeah. singing with a projection. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to be, because the music has to take take the mm. crowd along. Right. You, you're just like, actually in, in Bossa Nova or, or, or la, a lot of Latin music, the vocal is the contributor, not the lead. Does right. that makes any sense? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Whereas if you're singing R&B or rock or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to be, you know, you, you, you're the... Mm-hmm. Right, punch in the face. You know? <laughs> so yes, there are many facets to your voice. So I do use my sweeter voice if I'm using those thing, uh, right. those types of songs. I was listening to an interview on the jazz station, and uh, somebody I wish I remembered names better, but I don't. And he was his his like idol was in the audience with him, and then came up after hearing him play, and he was a, a flautist, a jazz, mm-hmm. and then. He was like, oh, I wonder what he's going to say. And he came up to him. He was like, that was very good. He was like, always remember to keep it pretty. And you sure did. So mm-hmm. I always try to keep it pretty. So I like using my sweet voice and keep it pretty. Yeah. You know, some that's a wonderful point. Um, a lot of people miss that point. A lot of people think that you have to belt it out to be a good singer. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys know, I'm sure you know, I, I grew up a gay boy in, in New York. Um <gasps> <laughs> Me and Jerry are going to gasp. Ready? Let's gasp. <gasps> okay. Anyway. Uh, uh, and, and so, <laughs> And so while the other boys were listening to Led Zeppelin uh-huh. or Cream or, you know, the Stones, I was listening to Helen Reddy. Yeah. And she had a pretty voice. She yeah. didn't scream. She didn't yell. Uh-huh. But she, when, boy, when she wanted to hit a note, she could do it. Yeah. I loved her voice. I loved uh, uh, people like uh, even Diana Ross because yeah. they, they always got on her because she doesn't belt like Aretha or mm-hmm. she doesn't belt like right. Mariah. Or, mm-hmm. or, you not know, everybody or, or, can and not everybody but, should. But God, could she sing? Yeah. She could she sing. bring mm-hmm. that song across? Mm-hmm. She had more number one songs than anybody I know, yeah. and she didn't have to belt. She didn't have it's to belt. It's the connection. She, it she was could. a connection. Was she had a sound that nobody could even imitate. Mm-hmm. I think even Michael Jackson said that he took a lot of licks from Diana Ross. Fair enough. Uh, if you listen to him, he, mm-hmm. he, even some of his phrasing, mm-hmm. yeah. is, uh, he, he took mm-hmm. from her. Right. And uh, so I just wanted to get that in there that you don't have to be, uh, you know, nobody's got that gift of Aretha, but does, don't stop singing because you don't. Exactly. Right. Keep, right. Try exactly. it anyway. Do yeah. some, maybe you got something that somebody else. There's always somebody that's going to like something you do. And there's going to be people that don't like what you do. And that's too bad. But if that's so what? what you love, mm-hmm. then continue to do it. Yeah. Who cares what they think? Do you exactly? I love that. Yes, Do you exactly? What other ba- is that? The uh, f- you finished with the yeah. naming your bands? Okay, um, Gerard. How about you? Any no other stuff other on the side? Current bands. I'm currently um, writing and recording, getting ready to do an EP. Uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want so to promote that on the show too? Heck yeah! Why not? Well, let's hear it. Well, no, I, tell what, me the, what you're gonna, what the uh, EP is about, and um, I haven't started recording yet. Um, I do. Well, I do have a few songs that I've previously recorded for an EP that I didn't release. Um, I did release a single um, called "Ex's Favorite Love Song." Hmm. Um, Spotify or no? Yeah, it's on. I think it's on every platform stop under mm-hmm. you never told me this. ladies Avion. and gentlemen of Jay the jury here Breaking i'm news. learning something here today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where uh, wh- what's the name of the song I ex's listen. favorite love song uh, my ex's favorite love song ex's mm-hmm. like like x's ex's and o's that song like your ex okay you yeah. know it's yeah, a yeah. it's a ballad about someone who's trying to get over a breakup but every time mm. that they hear their ex's favorite love song on the radio, 
it just what you know a, what a, brings him to that's a great concept yeah. so he's so. a thinker that's a, <laughs> that's a very <laughs> cerebral song right yeah, there yeah, yeah. And, and and that's on there now that's on there now i am following and that up with uh, about six or seven more songs uh and i'm just starting to get into the recording process for the newer material that i'm making for and what it, genre so. are these songs? it's r&b r&b yeah. okay mm-hmm. all right all right yep. and and do you have um a a separate band or do you have just like a local band that backs you up or on the records right now well i have uh local musicians that do back me up on the records but not a put together band right right right. Um, and then i call them studio musicians sure yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that get paid Uh, a fee to come come in in and do it yeah because that's what we did when we did recording because back in the day uh, the touring band that i was doing i was doing the circuit in new york Mm -hmm. you know but um the actual people that did the music in the studio were paid the session musicians. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you always have huge. a, you always want to be a step above on the record, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. but oh, that's great! I'm yeah, gonna, as soon as so I'm is, excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm good luck with that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll keep you informed. Do you do you have a record label? Uh, uh that or it's an independent? I'm not currently signed to anybody. I'm working mm-hmm. with a producer named Ben Obi. Okay. Um, he's out of St. Paul. Okay. Uh, works with a lot of local artists. Worked with Stokely and Mint Condition. Worked with Alexander O'Neill. Oh wow! He's um, currently Alexander producing O'Neal. a woman that's, named Krishana. That's a blast uh, from the past. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he mentioned in, to me before Albie Shore. Oh yeah, Albie? yeah. Uh-huh, they worked yep. with Albie Shore. Yeah. One, of, one of the flight attendants, I uh, a friend uh, had worked with him. Oh wow! I was like, that that's a blast from the. Yeah. I love listening to like. Songs I haven't heard in decades. Yes. What was well, that hit? Uh, Night and Day, wasn't yeah, it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Night and Day, yeah. I can tell you how I feel about I you, night and day. Night and day. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can tell you how I feel about you, you night and day. Hey. So you did hear that, Jerry, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jerry knows Interesting <laughs> fact. He has a son named Quincy who looks just like him. Stop. Who uh, is an actor. And he was on a show called Star with Queen Latifah. Uh, Brandy appeared on the show. It was on Fox. Mm-hmm. And then also um, his mother was uh, dating Puffy. But oh. she passed away. Uh, oh Kim Porter, God. I think, was uh, her oh. name. She passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. I love your stories. Yeah, I could yeah, sit yeah. here all day and talk That's to awesome. you guys. I'm learning something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ow. Okay. So now. Yes. Are you ready? Absolutely. Okay. We've come to a special part of the show. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh-oh. That I like to call the shift. The shift. Okay. Not, it has an F in it. Okay. I was about to say, what's going on here? Well, first of all. I'm not into that. Let me just make one thing clear. No, well, kidding. you know, let me tell you, the, 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 the other word without the F in it uh-huh. uh, actually is a good thing in the English language. If you say she is the... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're saying, yes, you're, right. a, you're the bar. Right, right. right. Creme de la creme. Yeah, creme de la creme. <laughs> right. Anyway, so we've we reached a point of the show called The Shift. Okay. And we uh, shift the questioning away from your profession, which is singing, mm-hmm. and into a discussion on current events. So we're going to talk about things that are a little less fun, I guess you want to, because these are kind of 
uncomfortable uh, subjects, but we have to sure. address them because mm-hmm. sometime in, in life, if you just sit back and let things happen and don't address them, they don't get corrected. Exactly. And I think my listeners agree with that. So that's what we're going to talk about now. So we'll start with the first question. Do you guys have an issue that you feel is so important that you would like to write a song about it or that you have written a song mm, about it? Absolutely. Oh, you, you have? Oh, yes. Oh, and I'm trying to us. get um, my friend Gwen Matthews uh, mm-hmm. to record the song, actually. Mm-hmm. It's called Rise, and it's just about the current state of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would that be? Uh <laughs> <laughs> a handbasket. Exactly. But the lyrics, uh, it kind of goes, uh, <clears throat> Lady Liberty, I see the tears in your eyes. What must we do to restore your pride? Mm. I know the struggles you've endured over time. To give your children a better way of life. But all you stand for will soon fade away. If we don't realize it's time for a change, we must rise, rise up and fight. Yes. Fight for our future. Our freedom, fight for our rights. It's a must that we unite. Mm. Only together will we have infinite strength. We must rise. Oh, yeah. This is the first part of the course. Yeah. That's, that's, great. that's a standing <laughs> ovation yeah. oh, I've ever you. heard. Yeah. That's a beautiful I just, I, song. You know, I. You know, after the last administration and what we see that is currently happening in this country, um, the divisiveness, the untruths, the regression, you know, everything, it's got to change and we have to stand up to it. You know, Mm -hmm. again, if you stay silent, if you don't speak about it, then, you know, the opportunity to rectify the course that we're on. It's going to pass us by, and we're going to be in a place that is very dark. And you yeah, know, we all have to no make hope. a change. And and I remember in school, um, Abraham Lincoln had said something that still resonates with me today: "A house divided cannot stand." No, mm. absolutely. Think about it. Yeah, you know, if you don't have the foundation on mm-hmm. the house, what happens? It collapses. It falls yes. into itself. And that's what's ha- you know. That's my you know. I I don't want to sound like you know. The fatalist, but that's my fear that's no. happening in this country. Well, you know, we're seeing we it. don't get in the boat together mm-hmm. and row together yep. as one group, yeah. not one rowing one direction, right. one rowing the other, and the boat doesn't go anywhere. Right. We're in trouble. Yeah. And, and it's, so um, uh, it's really important that we get involved. You have to go vote. Right. You have to register to vote, get people to register to mm-hmm. vote. Um, Talk to your friends. You know, you, you, there used to be a commercial. Tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends. And right, they tell and, two so friends on, and, and so on, and so on. You remember on, that commercial? Yeah. Well, that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. That's what this p- podcast is aiming at: is mm-hmm. to get more butts yeah. off the chair. Yes, it has <laughs> to, to happen. In a nice way. 
and go to the polls it and vote and, and, and vote for people. For example, if you're a woman and you don't like that your ovaries are being controlled by men. By men, yeah. You know, then go out and vote for it. Exactly. You know, if you're an African-American who thinks that um, uh, your voting rights are being curtailed, go out and vote. Mm -hmm. If you're a gay person who uh, they're telling uh, uh, schools they can't talk about you at all, you're, right. you're not invisible, right. then go out and vote. Mm -hmm. there are thi these are things that we need to do. Yes. And that thank you. That's a great song. Yeah. And I, 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 I hope it goes it. to number yeah. one on the yeah. billboard. Thank I you. mean, that's a message that needs thank to get you. out, yeah. Gerard, I, really. I, I, How I about agree. you, Jerry? Is there any songs that you've either sung or um, want to write about um in the future or yeah but i don't think it's proper for <laughs> this cast right now oh okay <laughs> it goes what the oh with a lot of expletives okay 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 i gotcha but well, you is asking the question what is wrong with y'all yeah <laughs> you well yeah, yeah I mean? you're right yeah, they, yeah 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 what the heck kind of wrong what what the hell kind of wrong with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I want to throw some, a particular in, instance that happened to me, and maybe you guys can mm. have something mm -hmm. that's similar happen to you. During the, um, the 2016 election, mm -hmm. um, I was so afraid of a particular person Voldemort, I call that person. Mm. You know the name that should not be mentioned. Mm -hmm. you, ever, you ever watch mm -hmm. Harry oh, Potter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Voldemort. I I, I use that term, um, and I was so afraid that that person would win. Mm -hmm. And I had somebody on my Facebook page who will remain nameless say to me because I was worried about my 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 right to get married because mm -hmm. you know the Supreme Court you know uh, absolutely if they can turn over Roe they can turn over my right to be mm -hmm. married to my husband. Right. I'm freaking out about this right now. And they told me, oh, don't worry, Philip. This is what they said. Don't worry, Philip, because you always could, you could just live with your, your husband. You could live as, you know, like you did before. Mm -hmm. This is the answer mm -hmm. I got. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you, as an LGBT person, Jerry, if somebody had mentioned that to you and you were married, what would you say? Oh. Other than the, uh, the obvious. Like, the, uh, I'm a Pisces, so I always have two scenarios that I like yeah. to go to. I give it to the one that would be okay for children, and then the one in my head that is the one everybody probably should hear, but I won't say. Okay, so let's do the PG version. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, you know, how do you respond to that? Since I don't know. You, I couldn't you, respond. You, exactly. That I didn't know what should be the response. And I think that is absolutely horrid that we've gotten to the point that sometimes our silence is the best response. Isn't that sad? It is. So, it it's really like somebody's smacking you in the May face I and interject? you don't hit them back. Right. What May do you do? for a second? You know, because I would yeah. say that would be similar to you as a female. Was it a female? Yes. Okay. That would be similar to you as a female saying, you know what? It's okay that you don't have the right to vote. Just let your husband vote, you for know, you. for you. Mm. Or you Choose don't have you. the right to control your reproductive system. Mm -hmm. Just let everybody else decide what's best for, for you. Jared, do you know, uh, Gerard, excuse me, mm -hmm. do you know that we are about to see something we've never seen in four, 50 years? Absolutely. Little children, mm -hmm. 11 years old, yep. girls, giving birth yeah this is disgusting. going to happen disgusting in this country think about that you're going to be walking around in the street watching little girls mm -hmm. with bellies right 
of their fathers or uncles or, or whoever neighbors or whomever wants to whoever take advantage doesn't, yeah, of them. I, I'm not even going to go there, but yeah. you know, that is where it's at. And you know, if you have to look at the picture, that's the whole picture. We yeah, need to look and we at. need yeah. to we need, we need to, to address everything that comes with that. Horrible and ugly as that realization is, is as horrible and ugly as you not being able to possess the right over your own body. And oh the women God. who are going to die giving birth to children that you know it, it they have health issues and they you know unfortunately should not give, be giving birth but they are forced to do that yeah, or yeah, forced yeah. to carry a child you know after a circumstance of rape or molestation or incest you know it just mm -hmm. it's sickening it's infathomable <laughs> to me that yeah. that there are people that think that's fine you but know this isn't and, new though back in the slavery time that when possession went from i read this in 16 and uh yeah 1619 that book mm -hmm. when the possession of children used to be of the father in england so mm -hmm. it's like this is your i'm the dad you are my kids and mm -hmm. that's how possession went when slavery time came up, they switched it to being the mother. So it's the mother that had to take care of all of the slave owners who had raped these women and their children. And then it was about property and money. You're so right. therefore, abortion was illegal. Because it was making money for making them. Making money for them with their products. So oh are we God. back into the slavery times again with this thinking? Okay. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Jerry, and Unfortunately, you are right, and uh, it's it's sickening. It makes me taste my lunch. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely. That's I mean, what, what's, what's wrong it. with people? Think, humanity um, is is overlooked in this case. You're looking mm -hmm. at a woman as a thing. Yep, but you are or an also... African American as a thing, or or a, you're not looking at the, the breathing, the the life. The, the, the beauty of yeah. a person, it's, it's don't gross. don't you also think that we are missing one important element of these rules? Mm -hmm. America is getting, quote unquote, too dark. Too many brown people, too many black people. Yeah, what do you and think so the border thing is about? Don't, oh, yeah. If you mm -hmm. don't allow abortion, more white children will be born. Perhaps more votes for the the party that is opposite ours i never thought you know, of it that way yeah is that what you think that's exactly what okay I think. that's yeah. very possible i i don't i i say i can't think diabolically yeah. i'm not that's not in my dna uh that's a that's a uh a, a, a ultra right-wing mm -hmm. mindset and i mm -hmm. go don't go in those dark places mm -hmm. but that could be mm -hmm. you know it it's a very dark place and i can't it wasn't just minorities getting abortions right so of course not and yeah. the, i think the, the values the of that party are, are very unpopular with the majority of americans uh -huh. they still have you know let's say 30 to 40 percent right uh -huh. but they need more people and the more things that they do such as this, uh -huh. they're trying to grab more people to their, their yeah. side. That's what I believe. And I think we talked about this, correct if I'm wrong, before we started the podcast about Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. that I grew up in the 80s um, watching my my brother, my brothers, meaning my fellow gay people, gay mm -hmm. men, dying yep. mm -hmm. one after the other of a mm -hmm. disease mm -hmm. that was not a gay disease. Right. It was not. It was just not. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Ronald Reagan 
knew this was happening. Millions of gay men were, were dying. Mm -hmm. People were not even going near them, yep. visiting them, feeding them, because they didn't want to get AIDS. They didn't right. want to die. So that we were just this forgotten people, mm -hmm. and nobody was addressing it. Right. And uh, if it was happening to the white, heterosexual, straight men, You'd, I believe me that the cure for that disease would have been oh, yeah. so yeah, they would have come up with that mm -hmm. so fast uh, and they would have been addressing it and there would have been TV shows about it and all this stuff right. we w it was swept under the rug but uh, we also and, saw this I think with COVID too because it was mm -hmm. it was affecting poor black and brown people yeah. first you know yeah. or more so than you know right uh, it was yes and the last administration they were like oh no 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 it's gonna go away there's nothing to happen yeah. but then when it started to you know, grow and more and more people, you know, became infected with it, then you saw the response. The richest country in the world, mm -hmm. we are, right? Mm -hmm. But we had the most deaths from yeah. COVID. Yeah. You know why? No health care. Mm -hmm. People don't have health care in this country. Mm -hmm. Now women are going to be giving birth without an obstetrician. Right. Right. Uh, be, they won't have any coverage. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't schools. even want to think about it. They've cut funding and, to schools. And, They've cut funding to uh, yeah. uh, uh, preschool and... If, uh, foods, just things that would help a person with this new baby that yeah, 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 yeah. maybe they wanted or didn't want, uh, probably didn't want. Yeah, yeah. And they, who's, what kind of life is that for a child? Speaking I, of schools, certain states are passing laws that you can't even teach what really happened during slavery right. to white children because yeah. guess what? White children are going to feel badly. Badly. Their feelings will be hurt. They'll feel ostracized that, that they're the bad guys. And nobody's saying but, that your children did it. But can I ask this question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the last administration, weren't there things out that said, F your feelings? <laughs> oh. Yes. I yes. just, I, I, okay. Depends that's on whose feelings they're talking exactly, well, about. Well, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah. liberals' feelings. So <laughs> why are you, we, you know, them, on the other side, so sensitive about this matter. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. happened. Yeah, hurt the hurting the liberals is is something that really, unfortunately, motivates a lot of mm -hmm. people on the right wing. Yeah, they think hurting, you know, giving, you know, like a voodoo doll. Every right. everything we pass that's against your, you know, mm -hmm. your your people, quote unquote. You could stick another pin in the doll, right. you know, and and I think that's what they're doing. Unfortunately, gender issues. Like oh, I had, yeah. just had to stop watching, uh, if I could say, it, Bill Maher. You know, I used to like him, but his views on that. And if uh, one of his people is like, well, imagine if you had to figure out what bathroom you could use, just to use a bathroom. Uh -huh. That's a human thing, yeah. You right? Know? Yeah. So, just like colored and white back in the yeah. day, you know. At least they had one, you know. They're, you know, they're saying you can't use anything until you conform with who you are. It's ridiculous. And, and and what are the instances of that, you know, happening that some man's going to dress like a woman just to see a woman? First of all, women and women, uh, you women out there could tell me if I'm wrong, but every women's bathroom that I think exists uh, has a booth. Yeah. Your, your your door is closed. Right. They're not going to see your vagina anyway. Right. So I don't think a man's going to go through all those a straight man, quote straight unquote. Man. It's going to go dress up like Sick a woman man. to go see a woman's vagina that he won't see anyway because right. she'll be in a booth. Exactly. I mean, right. it's so outland. But anyway, I don't want to give them any more any more airtime at, at this point. Anyway, so the next question I wanted to ask you is: um, as African Americans that you both are. 
Correct. Yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. How do you well, feel? Not hundred, but <laughs> how do you feel about certain states trying to curtail your access to the ballot? For example, in um, as you know, in the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. if you're on a line now, remember they took away the ballot uh, 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 polling places mm-hmm. in 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 predominantly African American neighborhoods mm-hmm. because. The lines will just get longer, and then they'll get they'll say to themselves, "You know what? The line's too long. I'm going to walk right. off and, and go home." And nobody yep. can bring them water. They don't don't much. underestimate yeah. a, a voter. Yeah. These, resilience. In, in yep. resilience. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, to make it even worse, to make the line longer, but now you're going to be dying of thirst. Mm-hmm. Right. So if people were passing water out to you to give or, or a sandwich because you're hungry, whatever. Can't do that either. It's right, in the law. Right. What do you guys feel about that? It's isn't disgusting. That, isn't that make and again, you going back to food? my point of that their their politics are unpopular. Uh-huh. So you have to resort to all of this in order to possibly keep power. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottom line is power. Jerry, what about you? I, I think it's it's absolutely hor- horrific and inhumane for people just trying to live their lives in this country. That's exercise their right. Yeah, you know, you just want to see your children grow up happy if you have kids. Why does it have to be harder for you to live your life and not somebody else? It's always We should all be treated exactly the same. Everybody stand in the same length line. Everybody has have the same like education. Colorado, they have mail-in ballots. They don't have any problem. Everybody gets oh, a mail-in ballot. Oh, I love ballot. it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love Just it. Just mail-in. What's wrong with so that? So that's why you know that you need to go vote. If they're trying this hard to make you not vote, everybody needs mm-hmm. to vote. Yeah, and look at during COVID, when, everybody, when, when they expanded mail-in ballots, look at all, the amount of people oh, yeah. that right. came that out voted. because they had access. Right. Had and access. it should be made easier for people to and exercise how come right, vote on Tuesdays? Why I got to take off to work to go vote on Tuesdays? I'm off on Saturdays. Preach. And Sundays. Why are they Why doing... Why just one day? Yeah. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get the results on Monday. Mm-hmm. It just vote. Oh, my Why God. Why is it so hard? Because if everybody can vote, their side won't win. Never exactly. win. Because yeah. it's the popular But they're vote. still not... They, they, they still have a chance because of the Electoral College. You know, you have, you have states like Wyoming mm-hmm. has 100,000... People. Inhabitants, right. and then you have a state like <laughs> totally. California has hundred thousand millions and yeah. millions of people, and they have the same amount of representation in the Senate yeah, that Wyoming. I mean, what kind of? Re- that's why the Supreme Court right now you have three uh, uh, justices who were chosen by a minority of the people mm-hmm. of this country mm-hmm. uh, because they wouldn't have been there if there was a popular vote right. where one person, one vote, right. uh, they wouldn't be there. Yeah. Right. We yeah. wouldn't be talking about uh, rigging the election or right. all this drama. Mm-hmm. It would have been one person, one vote, end of story. Best person win. Yep. May the best man win. Exactly. <laughs> or woman. Or person. Or woman. Yeah. Or them and they. they yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoever it is. Whatever Whomever. you want to be. Yeah, yeah, Whomever. Yeah. You Whomever guys, you are. You guys, we're, we're, yeah. you know, you're making too much sense, though. Uh, See, that's the problem. Yeah. You're making too much sense. Well, and I think and, most of America does. Most of America wants to see these types of yeah, things. But, but, we, but this, the way the... Um, the deck is stacked mm-hmm. against us. Yeah. Right. You have a state like Wyoming mm-hmm. that is just give, sure. give me the guns, give yeah. me the yeah. take away the ballots, take right. away this, take away mm-hmm. that. Why should gay people get married? Mm-hmm. Why should these people do this? And why should CRT, you know, teach it in the school? Right. right. There's no such thing as CRT in right. a public in, exactly. a, in, in an elementary school. They don't it's even teach you enough. 
Our own, our, when we grew up, our, our history, we weren't taught half of the things that I know now. Mm-mm. They don't teach oh, you enough in that's school. That's another thing. Yeah. The only thing I was taught was I looked in the book and I saw a, wob, a mob of angry white people standing <laughs> in front of a camera in front of two hanging black men. Mm. That's the picture of black people in America that I saw right. as a child. Right, right, right. You know, mm-hmm. the, anywhere else in the book, you'd have, you'd have that one chapter of Martin Luther King. Right. And that's the only view that you got. Other right. than that, you saw the slave ships that had all the people inside as cargo Shackled stacked up. back yeah. and forth, you know. And then you saw the picture of the happy go lucky white lynch mob in front of two hanging dead black men in the back. Yes. And as a white person, um, I would just tell other white people listening to this podcast right now, make believe the tables were turned. Mm-hmm. And that was your people mm-hmm. being treated that way in those days. Yeah. Would you have a different opinion about it? Yeah. Use, use, use the uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander yeah. kind of uh, message. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll break through to some people and right. see, you know, what really happened back yeah. then. You know, yeah. when they, uh, I was talking to the last podcast um, about this too. About t- they taught us in school, Christopher Columbus discovered America, mm-hmm. while there were <laughs> millions of right. thousands or millions, I don't right. even know, of native, of native people who were like, "Greet, hi!" Yeah, exactly. It made right. them, you know, made right. them food and get welcome. I mean, how could you discover something when somebody's already there? Well, when you can control (laughs) history, you can control the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I guess so. So I don't know. Anybody can write the book. Anybody in power can Mm -hmm. write the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like they're trying to control the narrative now about gays and people of color and everything else in this country. Yeah, well, we're winding down a little bit here. So, oh, okay. I, yeah, I have two. I want to do really two. But let's do a sliding sure. round on these next okay, two questions. Round. So we could get. Let's go. Kataji Brown Jackson. It's like thunder. Lightning. Hey. The way Lightning. you love me is frightening. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Kataji Brown Jackson. Amazing. Yeah. One, yes. one, one sentence description of how wonderful it is to have representation in the Supreme Court, mm. other than, of course, Clarence. Oh, well, we don't even talk about that one. But I believe it is amazing, not only for African-Americans, but also for women Women, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, She is a voice of, you know, for, she will be a voice for millions of Americans Uh that need to be heard, Mm -hmm. that have never been heard before. Visibility. Visibility. It's important. Little girls can dream and little boys can dream. Little girls will look at her and go, I I can grow up one day and I can be her. And even other kids, you know, white, Latino, Asian, whatever, they see another female up there and they say, I want to be just like her. Very inspirational. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry? Yeah, everybody has a mother. So, you know, yep. we have... Oh, yeah. That voice of African-American women empowered to, like, speak the truth, their yeah. truths of, the, you know, of the homeland. You know, you talking, everybody got some roots from Africa. You know, when you look at all the things, you know, that's an African-American woman from the hometown that's the motherland voice mm-hmm. that we have not heard from and a voice of reason from. yeah so yeah. good I, I i imagine she'll do great things uh, that's what i hope for everybody yeah i'm so. hoping that she can 
But she maybe, needs some help though too. Maybe you steer know, the shifts. Right. I don't mind you if know? they go ahead and stack a couple of more judges on there. I don't care if they can oh, take yeah, away a vote from that. Obama. You can add some other things yeah. in. And do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. We got to do what we got to do. That's a lesson that that's we have to learn. That's another point that you brought uh-huh. up. Yeah, they took they took that judge away from they Obama. Did. Yeah. 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 yeah, and 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 it was a slap in the face to African Americans because you wouldn't have done that to another white president. You know, so they do it now because they have the precedent to do it. Right. Right. Back then, absolutely, it was terrible. Yeah. Awful. So if Judge, if Biden is his boy, that's what he needs to do. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So, I hear you. But I'm not the president, so we have to hope that he can grow a pair. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Call your Congress. Do something. Yeah. Call your Congress. That's what everybody say. Call uh, Mitch. And know. the last question before we end this, I, I, I hate to say I'm going to end it. I don't want to end it. I don't want to end it. It's go. been fun. <laughs> anyway, do you believe that the killing of George Floyd and many other unarmed African Americans by police changed the consciousness in America towards injustice based on race? Yes or no? And just a short explanation of that. Do you think it finally woke up the masses? I believe that having cameras and social media and seeing that, mm-hmm. seeing that brutality. injustice, that brutality, uh, yes, it did wake the up America. The sad part of it, though, if you think about it, Gerard, is that if that girl did not video, or mm-hmm. it was a man or a girl, I don't know, it was know, a girl. Oh, it was a girl. Yeah. Didn't videotape that. This wouldn't even be good. Yeah. wouldn't have been addressed. I just have to say, I grew up in that neighborhood. That store in its former self used to be called Wilhelm Pharmacy. It was a family-owned pharmacy, um, and I used to patronize that. My family used to patronize that. Uh So when I found out from a good friend of ours that this happened there, I drove over there immediately, laid flowers, knelt, and said a prayer. And because that is so close to home for me, and because it's just another African-American male in this country unjustly killed, it absolutely broke my and heart and there are african-american females also oh, don't absolutely. forget that it's not just absolutely. men absolutely <laughs> yeah. you know absolutely yeah. no i mean brianna taylor yeah you know um was was not in her own home yeah. in her own disgusting house yeah in a no-knock warrant oh my god just, I don't, yeah. and of course he had a gun yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah protecting uh, trying to protect his own yeah. home anyway well guys um I don't know what to say. I mean, you guys were just amazing. Um, uh, this is such a pleasure to have both of you. Um, Thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will you do this again maybe in the future? Oh, my I want to thank you. Heavenly Father. Hey, what? Yes. Shining your light on me. Hey. Yeah, I love that song. Yes. Anyway, uh, thank you again. Uh, we, we love you guys. Um, hey, we love and, you too. And uh, we hope to see you uh, again. Um, what's that website um, for your for the Sumo 7? T- Sumo7.com. S-U-M-O-S-E-V-E-N. Yeah, spell out the seven. It's not the number. Spell it out. Spell it out, girls and boys. Use your words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I would like to thank all my listeners for listening to the Downright Upright Show. Today. Thank you. You, you, you um, the more listeners, the better. And we yes. got to get the show promoted and Absolutely. get people to listen to it because we have a great message. It's about love. Absolutely. It's all about the L word, you know, yes. and we got to spread the love, right? Yes. It is. All right. Well, guys, have a wonderful day and thanks for listening.